when Jordan made the last shot in Utah, was it a push off or not? Back. Was it a push off or was it clean? Back. Be real with the people. Inserted. A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered The beginning and end, as far as rap goes It's only natural, I explain my plateau And also, what defines my name First it was nasty, but times have changed Ask me now, I'm the artist But hardcore, my signs for pain I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame Saw fiends shoot up and do lines of cocaine Saw my close friend shot, flatline in my same That depends, carry Mac 10s to practice my aim By the way, I'm Julian, uh Along with Justin with the white shirt, James with the Panthers. How you jersey. doing? How you doing? Yeah, how we doing, guys? And uh, yeah, so you know, this is the All Things Sports podcast. It was nice that you gave us your your time today, and we appreciate it because it seems like you have some interesting insight, especially by looking at you know your history and and knowing your background. So we we definitely yeah. are looking forward to you know a nice little conversation. Maybe we can learn some things, chop it up with you if you don't mind, right? Yeah, no problem, guys. Awesome, awesome. Are you still in Indiana, by the way? I saw you. you you're, you're from Indiana. Yeah, I've lived in Indiana. I'm from Chicago. Then I lived in Ohio. Okay. Then I moved to Indiana 15 years ago. Nice. You watch football? Yes, yeah, so we're right. We're right where Purdue is. Okay, so you're college, college fan. You watch Colts oh, at nice. all? I'm a big Colts fan. Oh, I don't know. No, I'm I'm a Bears fan that hasn't paid attention to the team since 1999. That's true. Since Moses Moreno. What, wow. Oh wow. <laughs> right. Was that you? You were born in Chicago. Yeah, and then in the, and then we went out to the suburbs, and then uh, back in the city. Okay. Nice. Nice. That's, so, that's, a good, that's a good. That's a good. That's a solid sports town. Definitely. You know. So we do have Kelly Dwyer, aka K Don Hoops, here. You know, he's a former. Sports Illustrated and Yahoo Sports Ball Don't Lie editor. Now he runs his own subscription newsletter, the second agreement, right? Arrangement. 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 I wrote that wrong. Apologize, but second arrangement. Where can they find a second arrangement and and subscribe? Right now we're just doing uh, every Bulls game of Michael Jordan's comeback. We're, We're breaking down the YouTube clips. We're bringing up old newspaper pieces. We're... We're pulling out like as many old graphs graphics as I can. Uh, we're just breaking down every old Bulls games. It's 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 insane, but it's great. That, that is insane, but we need people like you for for the content because Michael Jordan's like one of those like as big as he is. It's like he's so to himself in a sense and and yeah, exclusive, right? Yeah, there's and there's still. I mean, people still don't know stuff. Like people a bunch still. I don't know. Have, you know, like he wasn't cut from the JV team because he was no good. He was cut from the JV team because his coaches wanted someone on the JV team that was going to be able to put up a bunch of buckets and 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 make the JV team interesting and normal. And uh, you know, just from then on, there's just there's just a million more things uh, with Mike. But yeah, it's it's uh, I don't know. Those were important games. Those were important times. And like. I taped them when they happened. I paid attention. I tried to keep get that stuff down because you knew in the '90s that this, especially because after every year they were like, "We're going to break this up. We're going to break this up. We're right. going to break this up." So there, that sense of impermanence 
For was sure. huge. And, uh, you know, it, they just, they kind of hold up. It's stuff you still, I still want to talk about. That's awesome. And, and, you know, you think of like LeBron James, right. And, and how 2014, I, I didn't think 2014, you know, I'm a Heat fan, so I didn't think 2014 was going to be the end-all, be-all for six. And it's like, I didn't. I would say I didn't appreciate him as much as I could have down here in Miami. And to think of Michael Jordan going back-to-back-to-back and then back-to-back again, back-to-back-to-back again, I mean, it's just like to be able to be in that experience. And then you, you mentioned that you taped those games. I was going to ask you, like, you know, where you're getting these, these clips from because I know you taped them. Were, were you like the Bulls uh, cameraman back in the 90s? <laughs> no, I was just without a car and just enough money to buy VHS tapes and very bored in high school. And it was it was just wow. this is this is happening and I want these and I'm gonna write about this these games passion. someday. Yeah. Well, I'm not the passion. one to put them on YouTube. There's not that much passion, but there's just <laughs> enough to keep them and I mean it's a stack of tapes in my parents' house somewhere a million miles away, but it's like no, the, and also back then, this is before podium games, but they put all the podium stuff on live TV back then in right. Chicago. They put all the, they went into the locker room after the game, and it was, I mean, they treated it like the hype it was. Uh, it was, it's good that he got, you know, the, re- obviously he did his, his, his service to get his recognition, but at the time, Chicago was recognizing him that way as they should have because he was definitely ahead of his time as far as just, superstardom and and what he brought to the nba changing the face and and all that and then you know winning his first championship against magic i think is it just speaks to the type of player he was right i mean it was so great that that they got magic too because it doesn't feel the same when in your first championship against clyde drexler (laughs) or like (laughs) the non-charles barkley phoenix Suns or whoever else was coming out of the west in 91 no that was that was perfect it was they got all the greats they got they got charles the one year his back wasn't exploding and he wasn't 300 pounds they got the knicks every year when they were scarier than heck and and some of the years the better team they got the jazz when they were at their most let's just say tolerable maybe like (laughs) at least you could respect them because they were good enough that you could just watch the games without hating them too much i mean you still hated them and it was (laughs) you know you wanted to spew things but like it still was like at least they're good but uh it was it was a uh it was a murderer's row of lineups and, and also the Indiana Pacers. Uh, I put them a step below just because, uh, I mean, it's Indiana. I, I'm, I'm, I live here now, but I, I don't have to celebrate uh, Reggie Miller's bald head and Rick Smith's shaved head. That's for sure. Man. See, I was going to ask where uh, the Detroit Pistons rank on your, your list because I know that was definitely some considered the, I guess, standard in the East until – you know, if you want to say Michael kind of took over that step. So I know a lot of Chicago fans have some, some of them have respect, you know, for that team, but others also have a strong dislike, I guess you could say. Oh, it was, I mean, it's, it's exactly how you put it. It's just, it's, it's, it's a ton of both, especially when you throw Dumars and Daly in that mix. And the crazy thing about Detroit is it was, they played them and be, and lost to them in 88, 89, and 90. And that's three years in a row. And that may not seem like a ton, but if that happened now, if, like, the Heat needed, uh, you know, 11, 12, and 13 to get past the Celtics, that would be insane. I mean, one team three years in a row <laughs> is a story. That's a, that's a fact. 
that's like Skip fair. Bayless does a whole show about game one of two teams playing yep. each other for the first time. This is yeah. three years in a row of that. And it was, I mean, it was a block. It was a, it was, they were the bully and they were good. It was, it was, it was sick. They were, they were a ridiculous team. That's crazy. Man, it's this 90s basketball and then, you know, nowadays game has changed so much. You see, obviously, the Steph Curry's, um, the James Harden's. Are you a fan at all of the game, like, and how it's came? Or do you, are you more of that old school, you liked how the 90s game and, and, and that toughness back then was? What, what are you more oh. of a fan of, I'll say? Man, the game, the game now is, I don't care. It's as good as it's ever been. They are so good. Everyone is so good at everything. I don't care that there's 100 three-pointers a game. I'd like it to get back to kind of where it was, but that's how evolution works. Like, right. someday it will. Back then, they would play. They played centers just because they had to. And those <laughs> guys were, like, the 10th best player on the team. Seriously. It was It was so bad. And the zone defenses were legal, and it was... It was not. It wasn't as good. I mean, the names were great. The play was amazing. The scene was, yeah. was crazy. NBC and all that. But I mean, no. Give me James Harden going nuts in December, stepping back to right. shots that no one's done before. <laughs> game winners on Golden State, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, Steph Curry pulling up from half court. I, I, I was it, watching. It, it was great, but. Ugh. I was watching a ten-minute clip of Steph Curry shooting threes the other day, and it's like, damn, ten minutes. It's just 10 minutes straight. Like, and they're all ridiculous shots. There wasn't even like 10 minutes of Steph Curry's regular <laughs> catch-and-shoot shots. So I'm watching threes these guys are taking back then, and it's like a heave for like their <laughs> body. It, I'm not trying to make fun, but it's just you can tell when someone is at, out of their range. Right, right. And these are like yeah. shooting guards that are having to shoot from the corner, and their body is like seriously like turned over because yeah. they're not used to practicing that when they're 10, 15, whatever. Yeah. And just yeah. as, like you said, you got Curry there, and it's just all on the wrist, and it's nothing. Yeah, man. That's so, <laughs> go ahead, James. <laughs> yeah, crazy. so I know, right? You're like, because I, because I'm thinking about him, like, yo, it's crazy. Like, if you like Marcus all developing like a three point shot deep in his career, it's like Steph Curry really Definitely. did kind of like influence a lot of these old heads, right? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So, like, um, I understand, like you said that you started like doing like the tapes. Like early, just like just out of nowhere. Was there like a particular moment where you're just like, yo, I can like, I need to continue doing this? Or, like, was there something that like, like, was there like a particular like playoff moment maybe that like had you thinking like, yo, I should like continue doing this? Because it's it, you can always like record it at one, like you can record that one moment and kind of keep that one moment forever. But to continue like the longevity, like that's like insane. Like, that's yeah, that's insane. Like that's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like was it like it's dedication? Where did the drive come from? Yeah, it was. It was well, we were moving. And I didn't want to miss the Charlotte game that was on a Friday night, which was the first game of the season. And I went out with some, not went out, but like went to hang out with some buddies and yeah. was just like, we're moving. I'm going to need to do this. Why not? And it, 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 it was made easier. But by the summertime, they like replayed every game. So, you know, when the White Sox game was over, they put on like the, the Cleveland Cavaliers game from earlier that right. December. Like, yeah. so like you couldn't help, but see those games right. if you were in that area. And it was, that, that was kind of just it. It was just, I dig watching these and yeah. it's winter time and there's nothing else going on. It's that quarantine. Like right now we're watching old school basketball. I mean, I know I am James. I spoke with him about yeah. it. I've been watching, you know, old three Oh four playoff basketball. Obviously I had to rewatch the finals from the heat. And, and uh, you know, our, our series with the Mavs and the Spurs. But 
you know, going back to, to the Jordan days, like, I'll tell you honestly, I have my history of Jordan and I appreciate what he's done and I've watched my fair share of his highlights, but I know it's a total different ball game from actually seeing like I'm going to be able to tell my kids about LeBron James, right? I'm going to be able to tell my kids about a guy like Kobe Bryant even, rest in peace, but Michael Jordan, I have to hear it. I have to hear it. So when I get the opportunity to speak with somebody who actually has a knowledge or actually watched, um, it, it's definitely going to bring my attention to it because I don't have that right accessible all the time. You know what I mean? Obviously, I have my pops. Um, you know, pops are meant to exaggerate things sometimes. And, and sometimes you don't know if. But with Jordan, there's no exaggeration. You being from Chicago, it's it's just a perfect, I guess, situation to just lay it all out. And, and, and like, can you tell me what your what your all time favorite Jordan moment is? I don't there, it can be personal. It can be, you know, because it's on SportsCenter all the time. But what's your your biggest Jordan moment and, and why? Wow, that's, I mean, that's hard, right? It, he wasn't like a, a hero half the time mm. because he had that, you know, Kobe followed him for a reason. Yep. It was that he took shots you didn't want him always to take. He took chances defensively you didn't like. You'd wish maybe he could not tear the head off of our center in the first <laughs> quarter when we got three games and he's got five, five right. miles left to get. Mm. Um, they're all over the place. The one that, honestly, the one that kills me the most is just game two in 96 against the magic it was the year they won 72 they hadn't beaten the magic yet uh orlando it's the eastern conference finals orlando comes into chicago on game one the bulls destroy him then orlando acts like they have shack in game two for half the game <laughs> and it's just penny shack penny shack penny shack and they're up 18, and uh, Jordan and the rest of them just just tilted the screws, wow. just played defense. They were trapping. They they put they trap Penny at half court, Nick Anderson at half court at the ball, uh, and just it was nuts. And it was just a reminder of like, oh, I'm here for the Jordan, and I'm here for the 30 points per game, and the triangle is nice. But these guys could play defense like you wouldn't believe. They were long at every position. Ron Harper would turned into my favorite player because of that. Wow. They were just long and lengthy and just could get after it. So that's probably the highlight because, like I said, like a lot of times, I'm not going to give a percentage, but it was definitely, let's say, a quarter of the time. You're still – Ah, kind of snapping at Michael because he took shots. He took a lot of shots. <laughs> that, I mean, Dwayne Wade, we did that, right, Justin? We we dealt with Dwayne Wade in, in that yeah. in a sense because we're big Heat fans, me and Justin. And, shit, Dwayne Wade, man, you, he'll, he'll make you the happiest person, but he'll frustrate the hell out of you. My thing with Dwayne Wade was, just to get on that real quick, was when he would miss and then argue about something and walk down court. That shit used to get me oh, so mad. We, we, also, we also had a fair share with LeBron. You, had, you would yeah, get a lot. Sure. Of LeBron back then, kind of dribbling top of the key, kind of waiting instead of and you just want him to drive the time. Go, yeah, yeah game, just, game, yeah, just game, just to go. What go, was it? Go. Game, game two versus the Mavericks when he had like eight points in the game, but yeah, yeah. Stop being a genius and start getting buckets. <laughs> there, we there we go. But he admitted it. He he overthought that one and he didn't play with love. He played with hate. See what happened. Uh, Jordan played with something different, and, and that's why we're here again. Um, so, you know, once again, I do want to take the time to, to thank you and, and, you know, let you know that we do appreciate you coming on here and, and talking to us because this is, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself right now just getting this insight on, on somebody from Chicago in the 90s, right? 
Yeah, the suburbs. The Chicago people will kill me because we moved out of Roscoe Village. <laughs> right, so they'll be like, okay, Lily White. No, suburbs. How far How far along the train? Okay, yeah, yeah. 40 minutes away, 20 minutes away? That's funny. No, it was it – was, and everyone knew what was up. Like it, it – you never thought, even though he went to play baseball, he was never gone because every eight days it was, is he going to come back? Is he going to come back and strike a baseball? You wouldn't stop talking about him because it was, it was a guaranteed, uh, you know, imagine you guys had a shot of LeBron for like a year and a half and you would to wait for it. And the Miami thing was like out of nowhere. You know, there was some stuff in the middle of that season with Woj, but like that summer there was still four teams up in the air. Mm-hmm. So the Jordan baseball thing was like over Chicago's yeah. head for <laughs> two whole years. Yeah. And we're just riding it out with Larry Kaskowiak. Uh but it was it was it was uh, again like Dwayne Wade. No one won with a shooting guard before. Like no one ever did this. Jerry West didn't win titles. He had to have a bunch of great players with him. Jordan had a bunch of great players with him, but he was the first guy that was like, I can do this, and I'm not seven foot two and wearing goggles. Like mm-hmm. I can run this from out here just fine, taking these sort of Dwayne Wade leaners that no one will call Dwayne Wade leaners until forty years from now. So mm-hmm. it was it was all like breaking the rules, and it was right. fun to be a part of that. Definitely. Yeah. So my thing in that era or that time period when you know. You have Jordan away from the Bulls. You have Jordan away from the game. At, I guess you, you can speak, obviously, as a Chicago fan and also just as an overall basketball fan. I know we've, you know, heard players from that time uh, kind of say it was like almost like a sigh of relief because obviously with Jordan in the game, not only the best player, but a lot of people consider the best athlete. It was kind of Jordan's to lose. And when Jordan was on, you know, obviously undefeated in the finals, never went to a game seven, uh, 6-0, three-peated twice. So as a Chicago fan and as a basketball fan, did, did you guys kind of also have, I guess, that sense of, you know, what what is basketball going to be like now? Like, you know, now you have kind of lace Because, I mean, we also experienced it recently now that Kevin Durant's not on the Warriors. It's like, okay, now it's actually up for grabs. Kind of somewhat, quote-unquote, basketball again. Did you guys kind of also feel like that with Jordan away from the game? Oh, yeah. Suddenly it was like my second – I mean, everyone's second favorite team back then was Golden State. And if it wasn't Golden State, you were nuts. Like, what are you even doing? Everyone was rooting for Golden State, and it just seemed like they had an injury every year. And, yeah, all of a sudden it was just – Okay, which of these teams is tolerable to you? Can you stand the Knicks? Can you stand Reggie Miller? Do you really want to see Shaq and Penny win it? It was just, yeah, it was up in the air. It was nuts. And and, and you had this these Wild West teams that you hadn't had this exposure to. Like Houston, we knew about Akeem, but it wasn't like he was going to, you know, you read any any right. SI preview or something <laughs> back then. Hakeem was like the best player in the league, but they were like, yeah, they're going to be one of the good. They're going to be one of the good teams. And Houston started out like twenty one and two or something like that to start Jordan's first year. It was I don't know. We thought the Bulls were going to be in it because they got Ku coach and because Pippen was so incredible and they moved the ball and then they won fifty five games and and nearly beat the Knicks but it was it was a weird scene in the 90s it was it was a lot like right now that's a great point it was just like for that year and a half it was just like man there are eight of these dudes that can these these teams that all seem to be full of 32 year olds and Felton Spencer that could uh, that can actually win a title this year so with the uh, so was there any like so I understand he they lost to the uh, Pistons a lot were there any like were there any disappointments at the end of the season, or were you guys like like? Were there any negative narratives like? Because like, if you compare it to like LeBron 
anytime they were like on the Cavs, they would lose. It's a negative narrative. We're there, anything like that with Jordan, because we don't really hear anything like that right. with Jordan. It was really like just he like eventually beat the Pistons. Like you don't really hear anything negative around that. It was it was super negative. It was uh, it wasn't negative so much as like they're never gonna beat these guys. This right. is like not gonna happen. Eighty eight, they uh, let's see what happened. Eighty eight, uh, they went into the off season after first loss and they traded Jordan's best friend for Charles, or excuse me, for Bill Cartwright. They <laughs> traded Charles Oakley. So that was a little bit of a oh my god. Mm. And then the next uh, summer they fired Doug Collins and brought in Phil Jackson. And then that still didn't work. That Doug, Phil Jackson lost. In his first year of the Pistons, oh. so uh, yeah, it was it was crazy. That's There's tough. shots of uh, Jordan crying on the bus in Sports Illustrated after losing wow. the the Pistons one. I mean, if I got out on LeBron, that'd be over. That's, yeah, thanks. Stuff would be <laughs> yeah. done. We're nice now, but <laughs> like we can we can allow for that. But no, it was it was negative as heck. As far as the Jordan Lebron thing, like we've seen Jordan lose, you know, in the playoffs before he would get to the championship. He never lost in the championship. LeBron has, you know, the 07 sweep with, can you name me five guys on the team? Yes, we can. But, you know, the, the general person, the general person, you know what I mean. Um, and then on the on the Miami Heat team, we know that they kind of blew two of those chances. And then with Golden State, when they played against Golden State, like LeBron's numbers off the freaking chain. And, and he was still getting, you know, like – hung and crucified if he did one bad thing during the game i feel like everybody was on jordan's side in those championships and it was like you know like him and the world against you know the other team that this is my opinion or how i see it and then lebron it was like you know lebron against the world with his other you know four starters yeah absolutely jordan i mean they put so much stuff underneath the table with not on the table. They just they they everyone wanted MJ to win, yeah. and and LeBron never got that because every year was like, hey, now we're gonna root for the Spurs out of nowhere. We're all be gonna gonna become <laughs> Spurs fans because they're playing. Serious, the yeah. And now we're gonna like Mavs root for fans. the Celtics. On, like, bro. what is this? We like Dirk Nowitzki. I'm like, yo, none of y'all don't like Dirk. Yeah. Nowitzki. Come on. It, it was pretty. It was pretty nice seeing Dirk win though. Come it was nice seeing him win, but like we thought it was gonna be like magic, you know. That is like okay, it's nice that yeah. he wins it over. Yeah. Something. LeBron, Michael didn't have to deal with one one hundredth of what LeBron had to deal Facts. with in his career by maybe From by 20, 2009, maybe even before the decision. It's it's not even close what what James has had to go through the the nonsense. And and the playoff numbers that James put up before he would get to the championships as well incredible like that year versus the Pistons when he was like 24 years old and then that MVP season in 09 versus the Hawks like he's got so many different let me ask you this Kelly you've seen Jordan you've seen LeBron we haven't seen Jordan right where the oldest one here is what Justin you're 26 I think I'm 24 I'm the youngest I believe so I can't say why I would like LeBron as my goat (laughs) but you know it's because that's really in a sense all I know do you give LeBron a shot I'm not expecting that to be your goat do you give LeBron a shot at at the argument oh yeah I mean if if he keeps going on for another four five six whatever I mean if if he ends up playing with his kid (laughs) I mean (laughs) then it's the it's the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar argument and it's like yeah man give him give I have no problem with Michael 
stepping aside there because I've been ready for it since 2003. And <laughs> oh, I was never wow. worried about it with Kobe. I was never worried about it with anyone else. But it's just like this guy was amazing straight out of the gate. And it was obvious that, I mean, he was as good as Jamal Mashburn was in the NBA's at All-Star when he was in high school. So, of course, he's going to be amazing when he's 28. Cheers. And he was. So, Cheers. I mean, it's the defenses are so brainy now. Every Every single player knows what they're doing. There's no, it's, it's such a, it's such a professional league now. There's like, there's no slacking at all. And he's been able to navigate that with, with, you know, now they got laptops on the, they yeah, got, you know, on the sideline, right? They're watching. It's, 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 it's nuts. And Jordan is, is, you know, he had a lot going for him. Let's just say that. For sure. Yeah. So Kelly, I understand uh, you're a big, uh, you're really into Ron Harper. Oh Yeah. Yeah, can you give me like your favorite Ron Harper moment? There aren't any because uh, I mean he was dragging his knee, he was dragging his knee along too much to have a moment. Jeez. I just remember getting because they had Ron Harper and they had Steve Kerr backing him up, and and Steve Kerr's fine and great and can shoot threes, but Mookie Blaylock would destroy Steve Kerr if you can imagine such a thing. <laughs> they, it was just Steve Kerr was not on the up and up with the defense. And Ron right. Harper was – see, I was kind of getting back into the game because I hadn't been paying attention as much as possible. And I was starting to feel my oats uh, as a player, which meant, like, uh, my knees were starting to fall apart at the ripe age of 17. So I had, like, a little personal thing with Harp. It was it was <laughs> cool to see him just play defense and learn the offense and get in people's way and occasionally hit a jumper. And it was it – was, he was just – he given up all the glory just to be this – scrum guy and never that. get a shot and and have to bail him out of the end of shot clocks and know he's going to miss and he just put up with it because he knew he was getting paid and he knew he was getting a title at the end of it that's true well james favorite player is brandon jennings so i i totally understand <laughs> <laughs> hey yo get off brandon jennings yo that's my guy <laughs> hey man i mean it's, so yeah robert um I, you mentioned uh tony Tony Kukos earlier. Um, do you feel that he's over, like, I mean, not overrated, but uh, underrated? Like, he doesn't really get talked about a lot, like, far as, like, the... I mean, he's in terms of impact and what he was, he was, he was, he's fine because he wasn't, <laughs> like, he's fine. He's just fine. He came, you know, they, they tried to turn him into Derek Coleman when they got here, and part of that yeah. was, like, Tony, eat a lot. Just eat a lot and, and lift weights and don't pass. Oh, God, damn, Derek Coleman. And, uh, and it didn't work, and he got bigger and yeah. slower and, and whatever. But, like, as a, oh, my God, go watch that dude two and a half minutes at a time on YouTube, yeah. uh, you know, that, yeah, go do that. Definitely. So, and you guys got anything else? Before we get out of here, I wanted to, um, I wanted to end this with some little rapid fire, if you don't mind. I got some questions for you, just random questions. Um, you mind if I shoot away? Shoot. All right, I'm shooting like Jordan, by the way. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> hey, all right, Kelly. So, so what do you miss most about '90s basketball? What do I? Miss most about '90s basketball. Uh, finding your own secrets because not everything is uh, like crazy out there, overhyped. Like mm. seeing Daryl Armstrong and and mm. going, oh, I gotta watch this guy. Mm. Okay, mm. Friday. Like everybody knows everything now. It, literally, it's crazy. But the internet is is never gonna be defeated. We know that. <laughs> uh, fried food or grilled food? Oh, fried, fried, fried food. Okay. I'm just check, checking the temperature. In the I mean, room. you can do a lot of stuff to grill food. There's so many sauce combinations, <laughs> marinade sauce, seasoning combinations you can do to, but I mean, come on, pan and a bottle of oil. <laughs> Old school. <laughs> All right. So what are the first three things that pop to your mind 
When I say Chicago Bulls basketball. Uh, red, black, and tough. Okay. <laughs> All right. <Fair> uh, <laughs> slides or thong sandals? Oh, man. I mean, That's slides can one. look cheap. Slides can look cheap, but thong sandals can look like uh, something John Mayer wears. So <laughs> slides. <laughs> I like that answer right there. Uh, my last one. Plus, they- my, my wife and kids, <laughs> like our budget is 80% slides from April to July. So, so yeah, that's I, I'd have to go slides. That's they, right. Don't 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 kick that 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 sandal on the ground. That's my super expensive slide with an Adidas. Okay, okay fine. Excuse me. Sorry, rapid fire. You're good. We'll do the comedy podcast next time. You give us another couple minutes, right? Uh, have you ever eaten a mayonnaise sandwich? No, 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 no. no. I mean, I'm not anti mayonnaise, but like, you got to go easy with that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> a little I know. dab will do you, and sometimes you can just put a dab on there and maybe fill it up with everything else. And, and no, no, I've never eaten a mayonnaise sandwich. Okay, I've eaten a sugar sandwich once because uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, we have this uh, immigrant um, Polish uh, housekeeper that we took in, a friend of a friend of a friend, and uh, we didn't have a whole lot in the house, but she busted out some butter and some bread and some sugar and fed me a sugar sandwich, which I probably would have really been into, but she didn't tell me what it was going to be. Wow. So I bit into it and was like, what is this Same weird sandwich. thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she was something else. She later got deported for shift op- shift uh, la- stealing culottes from a Kmart, shoplifting culottes wow. from a Kmart. Yeah, that, that was a hey, That's a way to go right there. But uh, you guys so, got anything you want to yeah. end this on? Yeah, so <clears throat> I got to ask you being, you know, obviously from Chicago, if you had one word to describe to somebody who never had a deep dish pizza, what would that one word be? Oh, sleep. No, no one in That's Chicago. Fair. Deep dish pizza, deep dish pizza is great. Kelly, it's I'm fan. Sleep. It's I'm fine. Sleep. But no one in Chicago eats it. Absolutely no one in Chicago oh. eats it. That's something you do when you go downtown and you want to be like a a, a tourist. Everyone in Chicago eats like thin crust pizza that's cut into squares. Oh, they eat the square pizza. Oh, the Sicilian style almost. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And you get it at at, at giant bars, which for some reason kids are allowed into (laughs) in in the city in the suburbs. And they just eat a giant pizza that takes up an entire – no, no one eats deep dish. I'm not against it. But uh, yeah, you're gonna want to sleep for 12 hours afterwards. Whoa! James, you eat little Caesars too. I gotta make preparations when I go to Chicago. Then Facts. now I know. If, <laughs> if you eat meat, if you eat pork, especially give the sausage one because it's basically Ooh. a giant hockey puck of sausage. It's not like it's, they don't put it in chunks. They just it's like they oh, put it on like cheese. <laughs> they put it on like cheese. <laughs> hey, so Kelly, so um, just real quick, so. How do you feel about the Bulls now nowadays? Like with the uh, association of the, it's a, a lot of stories coming out. The organization yeah. isn't really that. Uh, you know, they new, aren't really that. New, uh, new president of basketball operations. Today. Yeah, I know, right? Got to rub your hands very aggressively. How do you feel? Uh, how you feel about it? Like, I like that right guy step? because he's he's new. Sorry for interrupting. It's just there I'm I'm super happy to have not John Paxson running the Bulls anymore. I give it. Yeah, to it's you. great. Yeah, I've heard bad things. Great. They got a uh, they got an owner that doesn't care about basketball, so things move really slowly yeah. in the Chicago Bulls organization. Yeah, for sure. And uh, yeah, I mean anything can be 
anything's got to be better than what it is. But the problem is that they're irrelevant right now. They might as well be the Pacers. So anything yeah. that gets them back to doing anything What's crazy is that they kind of put themselves in that spot too, right? I mean, playoffs in 2016, 100%. Jimmy Butler situation, Tom, you know, all that stuff. But hopefully, you know, this guy's from the Mavericks, uh, not the Mavericks, excuse me, the Nuggets. So, I mean, you know, you got Jokic over there and Murray. They got a nice little young, talented team that hopefully he can bring that to Chicago. And, you know, Kobe White and Markinen are, are two young players. Levine is, is promising. Uh, but it's still some things to figure out before things get better. We know. There's uh, so much stories going out, though. It's like I think I've seen something about um, Zach. Well, I mean, it's tons of footage out there of Zach Levine looking unhappy on the court. So, I mean, us, and, and oh, you yeah, can keep them together, the they look great. <laughs> yeah. Like, if. If you could get Kobe White and because I think yeah, Kobe, and Kobe is, a is so sport. nice. Yeah, I thought Wendell Carter would be better. I don't know if I'm missing something, but I think he played better while he was at Duke. You know, like he had that attitude when he was at Duke. I don't really see that from him. Could be. Missing I think it's something. the coach. I think it's the coach. I think he just needs to play in the right system. But uh, yeah, I think Kobe White and Zach Levine is something that they should really try to invest into because I really like Kobe White. Like I just have yeah, a good feeling nice. about him. Uh, Carter, that that whole fifth thing is perfect because if he gets a coach with a system that makes him the star defensively and right. does the Al Horford right. thing a hundred right. times a right. game with right. him, right. yeah, it's perfect. Right now, he's lost. There you go, and it's not his fault. And yeah, and that coach ain't putting him in the right spot, so we know that. So, I mean, who do you who do you guys think uh, should like be the next coach for the uh, Bulls? Oh God, I, I I've mean, seen, that's a good question. I've seen reports. I've seen reports of uh, them saying like maybe Tom uh, Thibodeau like coming back. That's if Tibbs came back, saying. if Tibbs came back, that would be hilarious, and I would, <laughs> I would, just, I would give up basketball. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I feel that. And over and over again, I feel Jimmy that. Butler would come to Chicago twice a year, and he just he suit Ob- up and he'd get out. Obliterate everyone at mid court, and he just laugh the entire game because he couldn't play. He just laughed too hard. <laughs> That's fact. So, I don't know. me personally, every time there's a head coaching job open, I I campaign for Mark Jackson because I don't think he gets enough credit on those Warriors and how he kind of got them. Don't get me wrong. Steve, Steve Kerr definitely deserves credit. He elevated it to another level, but as far as assembling the pieces, uh, uh, getting the identity down pat and putting, pushing them towards the direction. I feel like Mark Jackson should, or can you want to go? Yes. Fan guys, franchise. But Jeff Van Gundy in the bull sideline, man, he get them boys, right, man. <laughs> I'm Jackson kidding. got a team with David Lee on it playing 40 minutes a game to be, like, pretty good defensively. So, that is Hall of Fame material. Yeah. He went out so, He I went mean, out with a with so, a last nice team. Nice last you put, team, sorry. Where would you put the 2010-2011 Bulls? Like, where would you break them among, like, Bulls teams? Because oh, that's I a mean, pretty solid team. Yeah, I mean, they <laughs> – yeah, but they blew it. So what are you gonna do? I mean, I'm just that, sorry. That's it was the nice standard. Until LeBron decided he could guard everyone on the oh, team. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm that's, so that's, beat that's down by that series that I'm not even. D Rose missed that free throw, like, man. Too good times. Like, you guys at least got dismantled slowly yeah. by Dallas. It was like here's a yeah. here's a little Jason Kidd skip pass, and oh, isn't that nice? What? No, we just got hammered <laughs> like four games yeah. in a row, yeah, or whatever. It was. Uh, I was at the United Center for the game two. I was. It was. Oh, no, wow. It was. That was. I don't know how that team lost in the finals. Uh, th- that was. But that was the finals that year, in my opinion. I mean, Dallas. They got the chip. But I mean, come on. Those are the that. two best teams. I hear that. Real quick. How much? And were, Miami came out. How, how much were were tickets to those Bulls games in the nineties? 
like mm. hundred section. Go see oh, Jordan. God. I have. N- I I couldn't even. I mean, <laughs> I could tell you how much. I could tell you how much Jordan's threes were, and that we couldn't buy them because they were too expensive. So I got knockoff Jordans, uh, oh. which which did exist, and we're and we're. I mean, that there's some stuff going around making fun of those Shaq shoes on Walmart. Those were okay. Yeah, I saw that. You put black and that. red on a shoe. You're doing okay. I, I Kids are gonna like that. <laughs> yeah, we I have no idea how much tickets man. were. That's real. That's real. You you got a favorite pair of Jordans, whether they're fake or real? Uh, I would have to. I mean, I don't know where my kids. Uh, is it are twelves and one from ninety seven? That that's those like a pop. Games. The one that came after the Concord uh, patent yeah, leather. Yeah, yeah. That's like a huge one. I didn't see that exploding because I got Jumpman's that year because again we had budget or I had I had okay. budget constraints because I was buying my own shoes then. Um, my least favorite are the ones that came after that. I think the 13s, oh, the 13s because they gave me plantar fasciitis. Wow. Uh, when I, you know, it could have affected me the most. Uh, mm. And uh, my favorites are, I'm not good with numbers, I'm just good with years. So whichever the, the low tops in 88 ones with the crown. I think the twos. I think the twos. Oh, wow. yeah. oh, wow. He got the picture like dunking crazy. Yeah, yeah, with the oh, short wow. shorts on. Yeah, I respect Someday. that. So, man, hey, Kelly, man, it's, it's been a pleasure to have you on here, talk some game with us, and, and put us back in time. It was like a time warp right here. And, and yeah, seriously. <laughs> we just appreciate a good conversation. So we, we thank you, man. No problem, guys. Thanks for listening to me. Of course, man. And where can we find you again? Let the, let the people know where they can listen to you or listen to you and read up on you uh, with your, your, new, uh, your new newsletter. Yeah, just Google Luck. Uh, just uh, do Twitter. What the heck? Yeah. K-D-O-N <laughs> Hoops. And uh, I'm on Substack, and uh, if you want, uh, just are desperate for something to read, uh, yes. uh, full of YouTube clips and goodness, uh, you know, yes. give it a shot. Hell yeah. Give Go it a subscribe. shot. Go the subscribe. second arrangement. Awesome. Steal awesome. it in some. Go subscribe. Yeah, I was, uh, I, I was in early, and I was reading the, the uh, 55. 55. 55 was, I think that you just uh, that did good. recently. That was good. He said, is anybody an Allen Houston fan? <laughs> 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 but, man. All right, man. We appreciate you, man. You, you have a good night, all right? No problem. Take care, guys. Inserted. A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered, the beginning and end. As far as rap goes, it's only natural. I explain my plateau and also what defines my name. First it was nasty, but times have changed. Ask me now, I'm the artist. But hardcore, my signs for pain. I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame. Saw things shoot up and do lines of cocaine. Saw my close friend shot, flatline in my same. That depends, carry Mac 10s to practice my aim on rooftops. Tape CD covers the trees. Line a barrel up with your weak picture and squeeze. Street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads. To the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough. To the big dogs living large, taking it light. Pushing big toys, getting nice. Join your life is what you make it. Suicide, few tried to take it. Belt tied around their neck and jail cells naked. Heaven and hell, rap legend, presence is felt. And of course, NAS are the letters that spell. Like
earth, wind, and fire, rims and tires, bulletproof glass inside is the realest driver, planets in orbit, line them up with the stars, tarot cards, you can see the Pharaoh Nas, I am Mike, Messiah type, before the Christ, after the death, the last one left, let my cash invest in stock, came a long way from blasting, text on blocks, went from Seiko to Rolex, owning acres from the projects with no chips to large cake though, dimes given fellatio, Siete zeros, bet my nine spent for the pesos, but what's it all worth, can't take it with you under this earth, rich men died and tried, but none of it worked, they just robbed your grave, I'd rather be alive and paid, before my numbers call, history's made, some will fall, but I rise, thug or die, making choices that determine my future under the sky, to rob, steal, or kill, I'm wondering why, it's a dirty game, is any man worthy of fame, my success to you, even if you wish me the opposite, sooner or later we'll all see who the prophet is, not just like life or death, my rebel, my poetry's deep, I never felt, not just like, not just like, half man, half amazing, come on, no doubt, not just like life or death, my rebel, Sex to a nympho, but nothing sweet I'm like beef, busting heat through your windows I'm like a street sweeper, green leaf reaper Like Greeks in Egypt, learning something deep from their teachers I'm like crime, like your nine Your man you would die for, always got you I'm like pop dude you would cry for I'm like a whole lot of loot I'm like Chris Money, corporate accounts from a rich company I'm like ecstasy for ladies I'm like all races combined in one man Like the 99 Summer Jam, bulletproof, I'm a man I'm like being locked down around new faces And none of them fam, I'm the Feeling of a millionaire spending a hundred grand I'm a poor man's dream, a thug poet Live it and I write it down and I watch it blow up Y'all know what I'm like, y'all play it in your system every night now Not just like life or death, I'm a rebel My poetry's deep, I never felt Not just like, not just like, half man, half amazing No doubt Not just like life or death, I'm a rebel My poetry's deep, I never felt
Freedom of jail, clips inserted A baby's being born, same time a man is murdered The beginning and end, as far as rap go It's only natural, I explain my plateau And also, what defines my name First it was nasty, but times have changed Ask me now, I'm the artist But hardcore, my signs for pain I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame Saw fiends shoot up and do lines of cocaine Saw my close friends shot, flatlining my same That depends, carry MAC-10s to practice my aim On rooftops, tape CD covers the trees Line a barrel up with your weak picture and squeeze street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads to the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough to the big dogs living large taking it light pushing big toys getting nice join your life is what you make it suicide few tried to take it belt tied around their neck and jail cells naked heaven and hell rap legend presence is felt and of course nas are the letters that spell <laughs> Earth, wind, and fire, rims and tires, bulletproof glass inside is the realest driver. Planets in orbit, line them up with the stars. Tarot cards, you can see the Pharaoh Nas. I am Mike, Messiah type. Before the Christ, after the death, the last one left. Let my cash invest in stock. Came a long way from blasting. Text on blocks, went from Seiko to Rolex. Owning acres from the projects with no chips to large cake though. Dimes given fellatio. Siete zeros. Bet my nine spent for the pesos. But what's it all worth? Can't take it with you under this earth. Rich men died and tried, but none of it worked. They just robbed your grave. I'd rather be alive and paid. Before my numbers call, history's made. Some are fall, but I rise, thug or die. Making choices that determine my future under the sky. To rob, steal, or kill, I'm wondering why It's a dirty game, is any man worthy of fame? My success to you, even if you wish me the opposite Sooner or later we'll all see who the prophet is Not like life or death, my rebel My poetry's deep, I never felt Not like, not like, half man, half amazing Come on, no doubt Not like life or death, my rebel Sex to a nympho, but nothing sweet I'm like beef, busting heat through your windows I'm like a street sweeper, green leaf reaper Like Greeks in Egypt, learning something deep from their teachers I'm like crime, like your nine Your man you would die for, always got you I'm like pop, do you would cry for I'm like a whole lot of loot I'm like Chris Money, corporate accounts from a rich company I'm like ecstasy for ladies I'm like all races combined in one man Like the 99 Summer Jam, bulletproof, I'm a man I'm like being locked down around new faces And none of them fam, I'm the Feeling of a millionaire spending a hundred grand I'm a poor man's dream, a thug poet Live it and I write it down and I watch it blow up Y'all know what I'm like, y'all play it in your system every night now Not like life or death, I'm a rebel My poetry's deep, I never felt Not like, not like